Welcome to the Marysville 3CU Church. As uh, different parts of the country might have different weather, but it's a little cooler today, and that's, so that's kind of nice. And so we're glad that you're able to be with us. The title of our message today is Looking Forward with Faith. Looking Forward with Faith. And so we're going to uh, turn to the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to look at verses 17 through 22. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 17 through 22. Now, in that passage of Scripture, you will, it will tell some stories and highlight some um, things from the Old Testament in regards to Abraham and Isaac and uh, Jacob and Esau and Joseph, and we're, we'll be talking about those. The Sunday school lesson for today had... Part of the story of Abraham and Isaac in it. And I wanted to just, let's just highlight that just a little bit. In the Old Testament, and we find Abram, and if you remember Abram, he was, God promised to make of him a great people and promised him the land before him. And in the story that we're talking about here is, God had asked him to take Isaac up into the mountain and sacrifice him, which kind of sounds like a crazy thing from our standpoint. And God does not, um, has not sanctioned actual sacrifices of children. And as we know from the story, if you're familiar with it, he takes Isaac up and he doesn't actually sacrifice Isaac. God stops him and says, you don't have to do that. But at that time period, it was something that was done by others in the area to their false gods. And so this test for Abraham was, would he be willing to do the same? But Abraham told them as they were going up into the mountain, he would tell those servants that he left behind as he's taken Isaac up. He tells them, and we will be back. He's been charged by God to go up into this mountain and sacrifice Isaac. And he goes up, and it will, if you read the story, you would find that God tells Abraham, as he draws the knife to kill Isaac, you don't need to do that. But Abraham told those with him that we will be coming back, and that's kind of where we're at. And Isaac himself is going and says, Dad, where's the, the sacrifice? They're carrying the wood for the sacrifice and everything else for the sacrifice, but where is the sacrifice? And Abraham says, God will provide. And we know that God provided a ram, and we know that in our lives God provided a spotless lamb for us for the salvation of our sins. And so that's the backstory, at least for the Abraham part. I won't go through all the different parts of the story, but I wanted to tell you that part as we begin to read here in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 17 through 22. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son of whom it was called in Isaac, your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of, his sons of, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel 
and gave instructions concerning his bones. May God ask the blessing to the reading of his word. Looking forward with faith. Now, you may not be familiar with some of those Old Testament stories, and we won't expound on all of them this morning. But briefly, as you walk through, Isaac is the son of Abraham, and Isaac's sons are Jacob and Esau, and Joseph was the son of Jacob. And so that is a lineage there of one to the next, to the next, to the next. And Abraham, he was going to make him a great nation. And the promise of the promised land started with Abraham as he was stepping into the promised land. But the fulfillment of that promise was generations yet to come. And each of these in succession, as they moved through life and as they moved through their family histories, were looking forward in faith to what God had promised. And so here was Abram. He knew what the promise was. He knew that the line through the promise that that God would make a great nation through Isaac, but yet God had said to sacrifice Isaac. And so Abram was moving forward in obedience, knowing that God said that through Isaac, the promise will be fulfilled. And so that's why we find in the scripture in the New Testament, as it looks backwards, that Isaac was looking past the current situation to the future situation, still trusting that God would provide through Isaac, even through the death of Isaac, that somehow Isaac would come back down that mountain with him and God would bring him back to life. That's a lot of faith. But through the situation, looking forward with faith, and we find then that um, we pass from Isaac to to. Jacob and Esau and on to Joseph. And you remember the story of Joseph or maybe not. There's been movies done. There's been Disney movies, I think, about uh, Joseph. But Joseph came along. He was despised by his brothers. He was sent off to Egypt in slavery. And there in Egypt, he was accused falsely of Potiphar's wife of uh, trying to accost her and he was thrown in prison and then while in prison he elevated himself up to the head of the prison he had elevated himself up to the the head of Potiphar's house moving as a slave before he was over the household and then in prison he he worked his way through in the midst of the prison so he got to the top of that and then he was called into a dream and to interpret a dream and the Pharaoh placed him over the kingdom to help to save them from the famine that was coming, and, in, and that involved his brothers who despised them coming, and he was able to save their families as well through the midst of the famine. And they were there, and it's the same Joseph that looked forward in verse 22, and he talks about mentioning about his bones, he, concerning his bones. He told them as he was dying to take his bones with them when they went back to the promised land. And so as he was mummified there, because he was of rank in the, uh, Egypt, in the Egyptian uh, hierarchy, even though the next pharaoh didn't know, or one of the pharaohs didn't know Joseph, and Israel was placed in slavery, Joseph said about his bones, having faith 
looking forward with faith to the future when they would go back to the promised land. And so they did carry his bones back and they carried them back to the promised land. So in the time that you are dealing with, and if God has told you to do something to move us forward, for us it's this church, and he's told us that we need to move forward and look forward, we have to look forward in faith that God will follow through with what he will say, even though the current circumstances is a roadblock. The current circumstance is an obstacle. The current circumstances, maybe Satan has come along to try to trip us up. In our own humanness and in our own difficulty and in the things that have gone along, we look at them as obstacles and of ways of keeping us from moving forward. And sometimes they are tests. Sometimes they are things that are strengthening us. And sometimes it's things like when Abram was told to get up out of where he was living with his father and stuff and go to this new location is so that God can get our head up out of our current situation and take us to something better, something that he has for us that maybe we don't understand or maybe it hasn't been coming into place yet. There's a time that has to pass, like the in the, the Israelites in with the Egyptians while the promised land was getting more wicked. And as it got more wicked, it got to the point that God was working the timing together, that they were at a place that the judgment would come to them, and the Israelites were at a place to pass the judgment of God on the people that were in Canaan for their immorality and the things that they had done. And so we don't know as we look as a church and we look to the future, we don't know God is going to have us running three in attendance, five in attendance, 20 in attendance, 100, 200. We don't know what God's going to have us do. But as we look forward with faith and the locations and places that he has this church journey, even though it might feel like we're at the, in the tabernacle in the wilderness, moving from place to place, as we move on that journey, we don't know what other pieces that God is moving into place to move people out of the way or buildings come available that we can move into and that the work can expand. We don't know what God is preparing us for in the future and what time it is time and, uh, for everything to come together. And so we look forward in faith, trusting that God will make that happen. And one of the ways you look forward in faith is to set the milestones of things that have accomplished so next Sunday, we will be having like an anniversary Sunday, and we remember what God has brought us through and what God has brought us to this point. And it is those times we make these markers, and so we set these markers, and as we look back at the markers, it reminds us at what God has said He will do, how He has helped us in the past, and how, based on what He has said in the past and how He's helped us in the past, He will help us move into the future. If we were to continue on into chapter 12, it talks about that, that uh, therefore we also, um, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Basically telling us, as you look at others that have gone through it, look at what God has done for you in the past, that we need to be prepared uh, to move forward. And in that chapter 11, which we've read a portion of, it is in that chapter that he tells some of those different stories. And so if you're not familiar with the Old Testament and not familiar with uh, some of the, the stories and how they impact the New Testament, this is one of those chapters. There are others. Um, when Stephen gives his discourse as a mar martyr is one of those places. But here in chapter 11, it talks about the faith, 
the champions of the faith over time in the Old Testament that brought things to this place. And so I want to continue and we'll read in Hebrews chapter 11. Let's look at verses 23 through 29. And I want to talk about Moses then as he moved forward, as he was looking forward with faith. By faith Moses, verse 23, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. You may not know the story of Moses. Moses was a baby. Pharaoh went around and had all the babies, male babies were being killed. They, they hid Moses in the thrushes along the riverbank, and Pharaoh's daughter came along and saw him and basically adopted him. And so Moses was raised in the courts of Pharaoh, educated, had that understanding, but still he was a Hebrew. And at some point, at one point in his life, he ended up out in the wilderness, and God called him out of that and brought him back to have conversations with Pharaoh to let his people go. A Pharaoh he probably knew he might have grown up with, but he would have known how the courts of Pharaoh and things worked because he had had that education all along, God having prepared him. And that's, this is that part of that story. Verse 24, By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea, as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. All these individuals, in their walk, we've read, we read about them in the Old Testament, how they persevered forward by faith, doing what God asked them to do, and in, by, in, in doing that, God came alongside of their faith and brought these victories. God helped them to overcome the different challenges, whether it was the walls of Jericho or whatever it might be that they had to overcome and the giants in the land, God helped them to overcome. So as you face those things in your life today, whether it be in the diseases that are going around, whether it be in the government, whether it be in the obstacles that Satan sets before you, whether it just be in the obstacles of ministry as the enemy tries to trip us up, we need to Look forward with faith, trusting that God has helped us this point, that God will help us moving forward, because if God has not changed your direction and God has not told you to take a different step or a different direction or go a different place, He wants you to continue with the last orders that He gave you, the last instructions that He gave you. He was faithful to give them to you. He will faithful to see you through them. At the time He wants you to take a different direction, He will let you know. But we do not need to question whether God is still on the throne. We do not need to question whether God has changed our direction based on the challenge that is in front of us. We have to look through the challenges, look through the obstacles, and look forward in faith, look forward with faith, trusting that God will see us yet through this as well. And so that is our challenge today. Regardless of what obstacle you have, are you looking forward 
with faith? Are you trusting in God? Are you going to allow him to help you? And so with that, let's be standing for prayer. Father God, I pray to the Lord that you would help us to look forward to the future with faith. That you would help us not to be discouraged. That you would help us not to be tripped up. You helped us to not um, be distracted. But Lord, that we might move forward with faith. Trusting in you. Maybe we have to, the things that we've always done, we have to stop. Maybe the traditions that we only do this, only always do this thing. That maybe God has a new thing for us to be doing. And it might be time to old things to pass away before old all things become new. Help us, dear Lord, not to be so stuck in the past that we miss the future. Help us, dear Lord, to look through the current and see the promise you give us. Help us not to be discouraged in where we are at and what we're dealing with, thinking, dear Lord, that you have changed, for you have not. And let us follow the instruction that you have given us. Encourage and strengthen us in the midst of our challenges in the midst of our difficulties in our midst of our discouragement renew the lord our faith in you invigorate us with your energy may your holy spirit come and speak to our spirit and may we feel the touch of god that we know that we are to move forward and may we feel encouragement to lord from the scriptures that have been read and the things that god uh, that you have taught us and the things that others have gone through and may we look back and see where you have brought us through many things and many obstacles. And so whatever the obstacle that is in front of us now, that you will see us through that as well. We thank you, Father, for hearing this, our prayer. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.